welcome. Thanks for joining us wherever you're watching from. We're so glad that you're taking this time today to tune in and give us the opportunity to share a God thought, something from God's word into your life. I have an interesting question for you today. Are you hungry for God? That's an interesting question, isn't it? Like I said, are you hungry for God? What is it to be hungry? It's to have an appetite, a healthy appetite for God. Now, when we speak about appetite, often we use that word for other things. We use it for food. We use it for success or winning. I know myself that sometimes I can have an appetite for an Indian curry. And when I talk about appetite, I'm like, yeah, that's that moment when all of a sudden I'm like, I'm not just hungry. I want to do something about my hunger. And appetite causes me to ring the local takeaway or get in the car and get myself that curry. What started that journey to me getting a curry? It's this thing called appetite that causes us to do something about a hunger that we may have. Like I said, I know other people who are hungry for success. They have an appetite to win. And that appetite causes them to do something, to move forwards. So my question is, is it possible for us to have a hunger or a healthy appetite for God? Well, let's see what the Bible says about hunger for God in his way, shall we? In the book of Matthew, Chapter 5, verse 6, we hear Jesus speak of a person who's hungry and actually saying that a person who hungers for him is a person that can know the blessing that comes from him. It says, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, right living with God, for they shall be filled. Other translations say they will be satisfied. You know, when you look at the word that's used in the original Greek for that word hunger, it means to crave ardently, to seek for with eager desire. There's another verse in Psalms 107 verse 9 that again speaks of hunger and appetite concerning God. It says, he, that's God, satisfies the longing soul and he fills the hungry heart with good things. Don't you love that promise? That God says he will fill the hungry hearts, people who are hungry for him, with good things. Now, when we speak about hunger, you may say to me, yes, I've got a hunger for God. I've got an appetite for God. Equally, you may say, I had an appetite for God, but... To be honest, I haven't got one now. Or even your response may be, I have no appetite or hunger for God. But I want to talk to you if you say, yes, I have got a hunger for God. I am hungry for God. I want to just throw out this little tease. But are you hungry enough? Because sometimes hunger can be a very relative thing, can't it? That the hunger that we've known determines our perspective of what hunger is but sometimes I think we can settle for less than what's available let me put that another way maybe we're hungry for a snack when it comes to God when actually God says he wants to lay for us and cause us to experience not a snack but a banquet 
If you know you're going for a snack, your appetite is relative to that snack. But if someone invites you to a banquet, suddenly you have to grow the hunger and the appetite within your life to make room for what's been promised. I believe that God's saying to us in this time, in this hour, get hungry for what I'm going to do. Enlarge your appetite for what I want to do in your life and through your life because I've got a banquet laid out for you to experience and enjoy. I can remember the first time I traveled to Africa, I was in a place called Zambia. And I went to Zambia and up to that point, if you would have said to me, have you ever known hunger? I would have said, yeah, I remember being hungry as a kid. And innocently, not knowing any better, I would have thought about a moment when I was in the kitchen, maybe a little chubby Andy Elms, around seven years old. And I can remember walking into the kitchen and saying to my mum, who was cooking, mum, I'm so hungry, I'm so hungry, I'm starving. If you don't feed me, I'm going to die. Now, as a child, I honestly believed I was hungry because I'd not known hunger to any greater degree than what I was experiencing in that moment. But I can remember around 25 years ago was the first time I visited Africa, the nation of Zambia. And we went into the villages to minister to the different tribes that were in the villages surrounding the base that we were staying. And I can remember driving into a village that had not been reached for Jesus before. The people in that village had never heard Jesus. It was very remote. And as we pulled into that village, I could see the hunger in the children, not because of swollen bellies, uh, because of malnutrition, but the look in their eyes. As we began to unpack our trucks and bring food and supplies, suddenly we saw these children running up to us and they were so hungry. And I remember looking into their eyes. It wasn't their bellies or, or their small frames that told me there was, they were hungry. It was the look in their eyes. It was that look that said to me, you tell me what river to swim and I'll swim it. You tell me what mountain to climb and I'll climb it. If you would just give me something to eat, if you would just satisfy this hunger within me. I remember looking at the look in the eyes of these children and almost feeling embarrassed when I thought back to that moment in the kitchen with a seven-year-old me. But you know what? As a seven-year-old me in the kitchen, I'd not experienced the hunger or the appetite of these children in this African village. But I suddenly began to see what hunger looked like, what hunger sounded like. Hunger says, I'll do what I need to do. I'm not going to sit on the couch and die of hunger. I'm going to do something about this rising appetite within me. Let's bring that into the context of our walk with God now. Maybe we are hungry for God. Maybe you're watching today and say, yeah, there is an appetite within me for God. What if the Holy Spirit today was to fan that appetite so that within you you sensed a greater longing an appetite that caused you to step out of apathy step out of complacency and begin to pursue God in a fresh way why because something deep within you an appetite for him within you is causing you to now rise and run after him I want to share with you a couple of things that I believe appetite does in the life of a person Number one, 
like I said, it gets you moving. Because you could be hungry, but what stops you dying of hunger is appetite. Appetite is that thing that I believe God designed within us that causes us to get up and do something about our hungry condition. Now, I travelled for many years as an evangelist and we would be doing crusades late into the night. Often we'd get home at two or three in the morning. We'd been travelling and driving from a conference or a crusade somewhere. And I can remember I used to come back as a young evangelist and I'd get into bed and I'd be hungry, but I was more tired than I was hungry or so I thought I was and uh, I'd lay in bed and all of a sudden I'd be going to sleep and I'd hear this voice and it would begin to go pizza fridge and suddenly my mind would be taken back to the pizza we had the day before and the remaining slices that we'd put in the fridge so I was trying to sleep I was tired yet this voice kept screaming in my ear pizza fridge pizza fridge it was an awakening an appetite in me for this pizza that caused me to eventually get out of bed I laid there for a few moments tossing to and fro with this voice coming into my life pizza fridge don't worry it wasn't a demon it was my appetite saying Andy you're hungry why don't you get up and do something about your hunger so appetite caused me to get up get out of bed put my slippers on go down to the kitchen take the pizza out of the fridge, put it in the microwave, and it caused me to do something about my hunger. You see, when appetite begins to affect your life, you don't just sit in the couch going, I'm hungry. You get up and you do something about it. I'm praying that all of us would know a fresh appetite for God in his ways in this generation and in this time that we find ourselves living in. But, you know, another example that I use when I talk about appetite is it doesn't just motivate you and get you moving. It also motivates others, too. You see, when a person gets hungry for something, they motivate others to be hungry for it also. It's like if I sit in a room and I say to a group of my friends, oh, I'm hungry for a good Indian curry. I'm hungry for a good um, Indian curry or chicken kebab. Suddenly, people in the room begin to go, yeah, I could eat one of those too. And then we begin to say, well, should we go and get one? You see, we move from a point of recognizing a potential hunger to allowing appetite to motivate us to do something about it. And before long, it's not just me going to get a curry. I've got others coming with me as well. That's the same as what it is concerning our hunger for God. The moment that we begin to get a fresh hunger, a fresh appetite for God we also stir the lives of people around us our family our our husband our wife our children our friends our neighbor because appetite can be a very contagious thing now sometimes appetites can be a dangerous thing I think naturally speaking one of the worst appetites that you can experience from a person is that that a lady experiences during pregnancy That appetite that a lady has for certain foods, you don't negotiate with it. You don't argue with it. You get up and you do what it's telling you to do. Now, I've had the privilege of um, having five children and I've seen this appetite 
function in the life of my wife Gina at different times. I can remember the first time when our first child was being born that I encountered this appetite called the appetite of a pregnant lady. I was in South Africa in the middle of nowhere. And we were doing some meetings there in Africa, in um, a far part of Southern Africa. And I didn't know that Gina was pregnant or expecting our first child because I hadn't done that journey before. When we got to child two or three, I began to recognize it. But I can remember that one night I was sitting there and Gina turned to me and she said, I'm hungry. I said, oh, okay. Um, well, let's talk about getting something to eat. She said, I know what I want. I want tomato soup and she named an actual brand of tomato soup talk about be specific and I didn't know that this was a pregnancy hunger I thought she was just letting me know that she was a little bit peckish and so I turned to her because we were just going to sleep and I said all right my love let's see if we can get that tomorrow and uh, or should I get you a bowl of cereal for now the next time I heard my beautiful peaceful gentle wife I began to not recognize her voice all of a sudden, I heard a second time, I said, I want tomato soup, naming the brand of the tomato soup again. And I said, well, we're kind of in the middle of nowhere. There's only a couple of corner shops here. Um, can we leave this till tomorrow? Bad move. The third time I, I heard my wife request this soup, I barely recognized her voice. I want soup and and her voice or the tone in her voice caused me to jump out of bed get my trainers on leave the house go to a corner shop and beg the man I need soup and they said to me oh we've got soup I said have you got tomato they said we got tomato and then I said have you got this brand of tomato soup and it must have just been the goodness of God I exaggerate not he had one tin of this particular brand of tomato soup. I felt like a hero. I was going back singing um, songs in my heart. I made it through the rain. I felt like a hero. I had this tin of tomato soup and I came into where Gina was and I said, like a returning victorious hero, like a hunter coming back from hunting. I said, I've got your soup. I've got that brand of tomato soup. Gina turned to me and said, oh, I don't want it anymore. And then she said, now I want, and it was something berserk like pizza with, with um, charcoal on top and chocolate and, and gravy powder. It was something totally unreasonable. Listen, that's what appetite on a pregnant lady causes um, motivation to become. When we begin to get so hungry for God, we don't just stir our own lives, but we actually begin to stir the lives of our family. If you want your children to be hungry for God, you need to ask the Holy Spirit to make you more hungry for God than you've ever been before. If you want to see your husband or your wife get a fresh hunger for God, you can't just sit in the armchair being complacent, saying you, you just need to get more hungry for God. No, we need to lead the way. We need to say, Holy Spirit, will you make us more hungry for God, for his ways for his plans for our life than we've ever been before lord lord would you set me on fire with a fresh hunger i've known hunger in my past but god i want a fresh appetite for you jesus and let that appetite that fresh hunger 
that you place in me also stir the lives of people in and around my life. I love this statement that Jesus made back in that verse in Matthew chapter 5. Blessed are those who hunger. Well, what about those who don't hunger? I don't know. Jesus doesn't mention them. But he says, blessed, empowered to prosper, experiencing the contents of heaven. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for right relationship with God, for the plans of God for their life, for the way that God would have us to live in this generation we find ourselves. You know, sometimes you speak to Christians and they can almost say to you, I just want to be blessed. I just want to be blessed. You listen to them talk and they say, but I just want to be blessed. How do I be blessed? How can I be blessed? When the whole time Jesus tells us very clearly how we can be blessed. Blessed are those who hunger. Blessed are those who allow a fresh appetite for God to come in the innermost being of who they are. Blessed are those people, but also those are the people that God promises that he is going to fill and bring satisfaction to their lives. So maybe you're watching today. And again, you could be that person that says, you know, I've never had a hunger for God, but I think I want one. One simple prayer. And I believe the Holy Spirit will create within you a fresh appetite, not to know religion, but to know God, to know his ways, to know his plans and intentions and purposes for your life. Maybe you're someone, like I said before, that once had an appetite for God. You look back on times gone by and you say, oh, I remember 10 years ago, 15 years ago, uh, five years ago. Oh, I had an appetite for God. There was a hunger in me for God. But I'm not quite sure when I stopped being hungry. It must have just happened slowly. But actually, Andy, as you're speaking today, there's not a hunger in me like there once was. Again, one prayer, one prayer from an earnest seeker. God never disappoints an earnest seeker. One honest prayer from somebody that says, make me hungry again, Lord, can cause the Holy Spirit to just awaken a fresh, renewed appetite for God and his ways. Or maybe you're a Christian today watching and you say, Oh, yeah, I've got a hunger for God, Andy. I've got a hunger for God. Yeah, don't worry about me. I've got hunger. My question to you, remembering our example from my visit to Zambia, is are you hungry enough? Have you got an appetite that would just be contented with God giving you a snack, a packet of crisps? Would that satisfy the hunger within you? Is it time for you to say, Holy Spirit, would you enlarge the belly and the appetite of my inner man? Lord, I don't want to be hungry for a snack when your word says that you lay banqueting tables and invite me to come and feast. God, would you place within me today a greater hunger for you than I've ever known before?
Do you know, I believe that as we pray today, whichever one of those three scenarios I've used, God can step into this moment and create a greater appetite or hunger for him than you've ever known before. Like I said, when we normally speak of appetite, it's about food. When we speak about food, we can all relate to appetite. Yes, sometimes I have such an appetite for this type of food. When we speak about winning or success, people say, yeah, I'm driven to succeed. What do they mean? They've got this deep-rooted desire. I want to win. But let's bring appetite now into this incredibly, if not the most important part of who we are. Our relationship with God, the one who formed us, who brought our lives into being, now speaks to us words of invitation, never forcing us. Words of invitation like, have you tasted and seen that I'm good? Would you like more of me? Would you like to experience more of what I can do in your life? If your response to those simple invitations is, yes, Lord, then I believe that God hears the simple prayer of an honest heart. I want to lead us today in a prayer that includes those who have never been hungry, those who were hungry once before but want to be hungry again, and those who say, actually, I want to move from appetite that I've known to the appetite that God wants me to experience for him. We're going to welcome the Holy Spirit to do any work that's needed within us to cause that to happen. Wherever you're watching from, would you take a moment for me to close your eyes or a moment with me to close your eyes and just allow me to lead you in this simple prayer. Just pray after me if you would. Heavenly Father, you're the one who made me. You're the one who gave me appetites for certain things. God, I want a fresh appetite for you. Not for religion, for you. I want a fresh hunger <clears throat> within my life to know you more. A fresh hunger to read your word. A fresh hunger to spend time with you in prayer. A fresh hunger to know the purposes you have for my life on this earth. Holy Spirit, would you blow like a wind from heaven? through the corridors of my life? Would you blow open any windows that have been jammed shut? Would you blow away the dust from the floor of who I am? Would you cause the sunlight of your presence to shine again in the innermost part of who I am? Holy Spirit, I give you permission to release within my life a fresh hunger for God and for his ways. Thank you, Father, you hear my prayer. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that even now I hear the sound 
a fresh appetite deep within me. Amen, amen, amen. I pray that you've enjoyed this message today and it's stirred something in you to want more of God. Listen, remember what the Bible said, that God satisfies the longing and hungry heart with good things. May you know the Lord filling your life and your heart with good things because you dared to move from being seated hungry to up in your feet with a fresh, healthy appetite. God bless.